Welcome to One Decent Pastor, a weekly podcast of The Door located in Central Oregon, where three completely average guys join forces to make One Decent Pastor and to discuss, discover, and promote all things Bible. Happy day after Flag Day, everybody. Wow, you put some thought into that. I did. Yeah, yesterday was Flag Day, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, that explains it then. Me and Carrie were, or no, me and Lindy were downtown yesterday, and there were flags in downtown Bend. Yeah. Well, which I thought was go. weird, because I thought that uh, maybe they'd be anti-flag. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? What's going on? Now you know. There you go. June 14th. Did you get a dad, day. daddy-daughter date for Father's Day? She took me off her father's day, early Father's Day. Where'd you yes. go? Where do you think? Pizza Mondo? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> one of her favorites and mine. So uh, one of the best pizzas in Central Oregon, I think. Did so. you happen to have a garlic knot? I, I did, and she had four. Wow. So, uh, so wow. she ordered four, and I'm like, oh, you're taking them home for your family? She's like, no, like, uh, no. <laughs> so she had a plate, you know, with a slice of pizza on it, and then she had a plate with four garlic knots. And I'm like, that's a lot of... Daily bread. That's a lot of your daily bread. <laughs> Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Apparently. No, yeah, we're, she's my daughter. Yeah. So this episode of One Decent Pastor brought to you by Pizza Mondo. That's right. Yeah. It's good pizza. Yeah. We could try to get some sponsorship <laughs> up in here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to do it. But. Yep. Huh. Maybe, maybe they could pay their sponsorship in garlic knots. They're not bad with their little marinara that you yeah, dip yeah. it in like it's. It's good. They also have honey on the table there to put on your pepperoni pizza, which nope. is fantastic, David. Yeah, I've nope. heard that's a thing, but I haven't tried it yet. Sweet and savory? Come nope. on. Come on. Come on. <clears throat> Crossing streams, man. <laughs> honey? It's, it's worth a try, good. I think. Pizza, good, together, no. Delicious. Stick. Yeah. Well, I do like to put uh, Tabasco on my pizza. Yeah. That's, that's bad, too. What are you guys doing? There's a Sabelli's. How about there. if you just ate pizza and well, like enjoyed it as pizza? I don't always put um, tomatoes well, on I it, do. but, but Sabelli's, they make this, uh, this, they call it the white pie, so they do some kind of white sauce. Yeah. And you get the white sauce with sausage, which I know you like sausage. Love sausage. And then you put some Tabasco on it. It's just a good combination. I yeah. have not had breakfast, so let's stop yeah. talking about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how do you feel afterward after you eat something like that, Chad? Tabasco doesn't really do okay. much for me. I mean, right. yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt me. It seems like everything hurts you. Most things do, but not Tabasco. Surprisingly, I don't, I don't know why. But <laughs> Good. That, that's another story for another day. You guys ready to go camping? We're going camping. <laughs> heading, heading to the woods. Church camp out this uh, next few days. Yeah, <laughs> looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be fun for sure. Yeah, the weather looks decent. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we get a, uh, some people coming out and hanging out. Yeah. Bring, bring your citronella. Yeah, some bug spray would be good. Yeah, just Tabasco. Yeah, that might work. <laughs> in a spray bottle. <laughs> just spray bottle of Tabasco for the mosquitoes. Yeah, shoot them in the eye, dude. That'll, that'll teach them. All right, challenge accepted. Mm. <laughs> All right. What are we Sounds doing? Sounds like we don't have much. What do we call this? Is this part two? This no. is uh, Not Today Satan, part two. Not Today Satan, part Two. Part two. So last week we talked yeah. about this enemy that we have. I think we, we were basically referring to First Peter mm-hmm. 5, 8, that he's a roaring lion to the church and all that stuff, which is weird. So we obviously have this this enemy who who's like violent and destructive, and uh, he doesn't have any good 
goodwill towards uh, the people <laughs> of God. And so uh, we want to talk today about this toolbox that we have for uh, this guy that God has given us so that we may uh, stand firm against his stuff. There's actually stuff that we can do and stuff that we have that we can put on and armor up in that, that can help us against yeah. Uh, yeah. the scariness of this fella. So, Don't, don't well, we have some of that around here? Did, uh, uh, yeah. Did, did you find it? Uh, uh, yeah, no, they're, they're right around the corner. <laughs> I was kind of messing with them before, and I thought, well, what am I going to do with this? You know what I mean? Like pull each one up as we you know, get to each verse, and, you know, it's kind of... Could have worn the helmet at least. Yeah, that, yeah. that, that would have been cool. <laughs> if I didn't have my coiffer in order today, then I, I might have thrown the helmet on. So um, we have this passage, praise God, Ephesians chapter 6, that talks about this toolbox and goes into detail what it looks like to actually armor up, to actually, like, you know, put some defense on mm-hmm. um, some bug spray. See what I did there? <laughs> I did. So, yeah, that was good. And it also tells us that armor is not really optional. Um, I mean, when we, when we think of armor, what do we think of? You know what I mean? It's, I mean battle. Yeah. It's yeah. battle, you know, and, and like Ephesians 6 basically deals with like military terms. I mean, it's got a, it's a heavy kind of military theme in the way that Paul is like, you know, using the analogy. Um, and so, yeah, armor, I mean, if you go into battle, especially back then, everything was, yeah. you know, yeah. close contact battle. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> trench warfare yeah. like armor kind of mattered. Like if you ran out naked or you know with no armor, like you're probably going to die. So like armor kind of matters a little bit. So we we have this thing. So we're just going to kind of walk through. Um, I'm sure we have plenty to say. In fact, we might go over. So you guys need to control yourselves. All right, keep it short. <laughs> um, but we figured we would just kind of look at this passage starting in verse ten of Ephesians, which says, finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. And you just got to stop there because yeah. that, that kind of sets the stage for right. everything else. So uh, what does this tell us? It, it's not saying, you know, man up. Mm. Mm. It's, it's good, not, not saying, you know, you sent a thing out a while back and then you never explained why you sent it out about, like, how to gird your legs. I explained it to him, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, we, like we used not, to, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We used to joke about it, him, Brent. Like, it was just a funny, like, gird up your loins yeah. was kind of a funny thing. So when well, I, I did laugh it, at it, not knowing, I assumed there was an inside joke in it. Yeah. Well, he didn't. But anyway, so. like, like, it's not saying that. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's not, not saying, you know, like, it's saying be strong in the Lord, not, yeah. not in yourself. Yeah. yeah the, strength the, of, the strength of his might. Boom. Yeah. There I you think go. that changes everything. Because if it's up, up to me to stand before Satan right. and, and, you know, hold my own. Uh, I'm in trouble, but yeah, if, right. but if I, it's, this is be strong in the Lord and the strength of his power, yeah. uh, changes everything. Yeah. And he's offering that, that, you know, that's, that's the good news. It's like, For Hey, sure. you're, you're mine. It's like my, my dad's bigger than your dad. You know, I don't have to worry about this a whole lot because yeah. I've got the strength of my father. Yeah. So, yeah, he's the general here. I mean, if, yeah. again, if we're starting <laughs> off in military terms, like, like the general is identified immediately and, and then, uh, uh, the the his ability as a general and the power that he has and the authority that he, that he has isn't I mean this is no Patton this is a little bit better than Patton but um, yeah so God is the general here in what in what we're talking about in the army that we're enlisted in and and uh, he, if if we win and we overcome and we become victorious it's because of his ability for that to happen and then of course what follows is that which he gives us and outfits us with so 11 is put on the whole armor of god that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil 
So here we kind of have uh, the theme for everything that's to follow. It's, it's basically uh, what the standard issue um, for enlisted men, you know, yeah. the, the armor of God and that which he, which he hands to us to be able to handle it. So uh, what does it mean? What does this mean? Um, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. I mean, it's pretty much self-explanatory. Yeah. But I mean, if you don't put on the armor of God, you won't stand against the schemes of the devil. Yeah, it seems like we need it, right? Because uh, of and this and line, whole, like it's complete. Well, yeah. and I think it's it's probably worth saying. Second uh, Corinthians two says that we shouldn't be outwitted by Satan because we're not ignorant of his um, designs or his schemes. Yeah, um, you know, he's not. He is effective, but he's not super creative. He uses the same methods over and over again. We talked about this last week, but you know he wants to discredit God's word. He wants to dislodge our faith. He wants to get us to doubt um, God's love for us. Yes. You know he wants to get us to isolate. He wants to tempt us to you know these these are the things he's he's coming at us with. Yeah. Um, and and we need to be aware of that. So yes. you know we need to not be yeah. ignorant of what he's trying to come at us with. So he comes at us in many ways. Yep. And so like putting on the whole armor and not just a piece yep. or two pieces kind of like matters. Yeah. Right. So that we can stand against his, his schemes. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. That word. <laughs> um, the reason why is found in verse 12, which says for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. And this just sounds a little terrifying because <laughs> these are things that are above our pay grade. Right. Like, Come again? <laughs> yeah, like, what are we dealing with? Hear that right? <laughs> We're on a planet? <laughs> yeah. No, it's kind of weird stuff. So, yeah. Um, we continually make this mistake at looking at looking at human beings around us and going, that's the enemy. Right. Well, think about what, what comes right before this as he's talking about husbands and wives and children and parents and, you know, bond servants and masters, mm. uh, like kind of the people in your life that you're probably most prone to have conflict with. Sure. And, and then he goes right into this whole armor of God and reminds us that, you know, those people aren't your enemy. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. it, does, it doesn't make sense to us that, you know, you see the way people are behaving, you, you see what they're doing, and, and how can they not be the enemy? Yep. And we really, I think, get this, um, you know, we're supposed to love our enemies. Yeah. We're supposed to pray for those who persecute us, all those kinds of things. We know the Bible says right. that, but I, you just look at the, what Christians are doing now in regards to yep. um, people that they don't agree with or, you know, that, that seem to be messing up the, the way we like to live and things like that, and um, we don't have a lot of compassion yeah, right. For their eternal soul, we almost want to see them get what's coming to them. So this is this is my question, which you're already getting into, but I think we sh- it's worth us unpacking a little more because this is a serious issue. If we don't get this verse right, like it's a serious problem for the church. Yep. What yep. do we stand to lose if we don't understand and know that the real enemy is is not the people that we're sharing the planet with, but those who are behind the deception. Um, like, what do we stand to lose? We stand to lose witness yeah. with people, right? That's the obvious one. It is a big one, but yep. also, like, we're, we're, we're fighting the wrong battle. We're fighting the wrong battle. We're fighting the wrong battle, and, and we're, we're oblivious to an enemy that the Bible tells us exists. Yep. yep. Exactly. Well, and I think it's important to point out that it's there are ideas, there are philosophies, there are, you know, um, things like that, that that people are espousing that are contrary to the kingdom of God. Um, We do battle against those ideas. We do battle against those philosophies. We do battle against those things. We battle against lies. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But but again, the people are deceived. They're being deceived by Satan. Um, we would have been in the same exact boat had well, not for, God opened our eyes and unstopped our for ears. For we too. Yep. 
Yes. Yes. And so, so yeah, are these are, are these ideas and philosophies evil, and and do they need to be combated? Yeah, that's part of what I think this. You know, when we talk about what we're fighting against, I think it's, it includes those things. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, again, it, we have to have compassion for the eternal soul that's at stake here. Absolutely. Exactly. And that's the part we just don't seem to separate out. Yeah. 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 So we need to maintain a a love, um, like a true love and compassion for for those who have been overwhelmed with deceit, like for those who are blind and cannot see. We should hope and pray and and try to love them into sight. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and, it seems, and we don't. Yeah. We seem to write them off and go, oh, you're on that team. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, well, yeah, but they, they could be on this team. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's <laughs> a way that seems right to a man, but, but in the end it leads to death. And, yes. and, and apart from, you know, the spirit illuminating the heart and mind of somebody, these things will seem right to them. They don't, sure. they don't, they have no idea that what they're, Doing, you know, we look at what's going on in the schools right now, and you're like, how could they, you know, perpetuate yep. this evil? Well, they don't know it's evil. Yeah. They're like exactly. the Ninevites. They just exactly. don't. They don't realize it. Yeah, so, yeah. so we have that's again. We have a battle to fight. Yep. Um, and, and it really is a spiritual battle. Yep. You know, Father, yeah. forgive them as he hangs. Yeah. Right. As they're doing what they're doing to him, for they know not what they do. I mean, just think about what that means for a minute. And I, I really, I really think it comes back to this here. Yeah. You know, Green Day has that song. Do you know your enemy? And yep. that's that's really what this verse is like, enlightening us with. This is our enemy. This is yep. the true enemy, and it's not one. You know, Spurgeon I think um, referred to it as swinging at the mist. Yeah, <laughs> that was his, <laughs> that was his problem with with his true his true adversary yeah. was that he wasn't able to see him or hit him. You know what I mean? It was kind of right. like swinging at the mist, and um, and that's why everything that follows here matters so much is because it's all an armor. It's an outfitting that is spiritual. Not physical, right? Because yeah. we're dealing with an enemy that's spiritual, not physical, and so yeah. that kind of sets the whole tone for everything that well, follows and, here. And, and not to skip to the end, but this is why the prayer skip component. to the end, skip <laughs> to the end. <laughs> think we're just thinking of all kinds of songs right now. Uh, the, the, the you know the prayer element um, when, when you're dealing with people, yeah. um, you know that's the aspect where you're you're asking God. Open their eyes, open their eyes, show them yeah. the truth, convince their heart that this is, you know, that that's, that's yeah. one of the best yeah. tools we've got yeah. in our fight against that is we ought to be praying. We ought to be yeah. on our knees for, for people. Right. And that's I know the, radi- that's there, the radio but... man in the squad. Yeah. yeah. That's the, that's we'll the, get there. But yeah. and, and I would even say, too, like not like you can approach prayer like, okay, God, fix this person. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Smite you, them. But yeah, smite <laughs> them or judge them or, or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who said it, but some, somebody wants it. Like, it's hard to be mad at somebody that you're praying for. Correct. Right. And, and so, you know, praying out of a place of love and compassion for people, but also praying, like, help me to understand and help me to, for sure, know, to help my eyes to be open and help me to witness Christ you yeah. know, as best as I can. So yep. we'll, we'll get know. to it. But so, so even, even humility, even right. the constant asking for, a reinforcement of humility in us yes. is is actually not going to make us weak in this battle. It's going to make us strong in this battle. Yeah. Yep. Right. So, so thirteen obviously goes on to say, therefore, as a result of this being your enemy, now that you know that this is your enemy and not this over here, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. What do you guys think the evil day? Is that like a reference to something specific, or is it just, just, the, the, just the day when, are he, when he decides to come and poke Monday, at us? Monday, Tuesday, shoot a fiery dog. Yeah, any day, every day, any day that ends in Y is the evil day. I mean, I think we're living in a, in a in a time right now that we would classify as you know an evil time. Yeah, um, we're waiting for the return of Christ and His yeah. kingdom to be you know finally 
um, realized. And so, yeah, I don't know. Seems like when you look around, <laughs> unless you're yeah. post mill or yeah, whatever it is. I kind of take it yeah. more as just the the day of challenge. You know, like yeah. like Paul's writing this from prison. Like he's yeah. like he knows what he's talking about really well. It's extremely like pertinent to him as he's writing this to the church in Ephesus. You know, because he's he's feeling the fiery darts. You know, um, just through his circumstance. Yeah. You know, and and so yeah, I don't know. It could just be you know whenever the challenge arises right and we feel like we're being pressed on by the other guy like there you go you know yeah so all right now we move into the actual pieces of armor real quick though it, it, oh yeah I, I love that it, it it makes it clear that it is possible for us to stand firm yeah so sure it, 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 it's not like you know can we do this is it possible yeah. yes it's possible yes you can do this yes if you do this yeah. you will be able to stand firm yeah and i think that was part of the question people had last week was like you know what what do we are, are we have to be in constant fear that we're going to get devoured by satan well if we armor up and do what god's asked us to it's possible to stand right yeah Absolutely. in the day of evil it's yeah. possible to like overcome yeah so yeah that's that's why we decided to go through this this week yeah. is because this is the actual remedy for our fear yep or the remedy for like the um um like how, how big he is, you know, and how small we know we are. Right. Um, and the fact that we're dealing with someone bigger than us. Oh, wait a minute. we got this general that's bigger than him, and he's given us some stuff that we can suit up with. And so in 14, he, he, he begins into that. Um, the first one is the belt of truth. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth. And we'll just kind of cut it right there and uh, talk about that for a second. So um, belts, uh, when I was young, I hated them. Now that I'm old, I, I find some serious value yeah. in the belt <laughs> because cause you, can't, you can't fight very well if your pants are around your ankles. Right. So, yeah, belts are rad, you know? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Okay. We've said all there is to say about belts well, now. Well, good. <laughs> That's all I can think about is, yes, belts are extremely important. Belt so, of truth. So growing up, growing up in Prineville where I did like rodeos a pretty big thing like belt buckles matter so not just the belts but but the belt buckles oh in matter. those cowboy communities you bet yeah that's your whole identity wrapped up in that belt well, and then even having a belt like with your name etched on the back side of your belt right that was a thing growing up mm. so you'd have kind of these decorative belts and you have someone burning the leather you know your name and then you have this a cool is, belt buckle is this going to transition into this at all no I'm, okay. I'm just I'm just saying <laughs> okay. this is just, you know okay. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> so belts are good yes I think, for many I think, reasons I think truth is probably Probably the the more important emphasis yes. here is is mm. uh, the idea that truth can be known that there is yeah. objective truth yeah um, and and it lets us know that as Christians truth is achievable right uh, we might even refer to it as sound doctrine or right. you know I yeah. think we, we have Jesus referred to as as the truth you know he said I am the truth and he yep. also said your word is truth right. and so we have we have a standard that we can actually. Look, at, I know that goes against everything the world talks about today, but we actually do have a standard for right, sure of objective truth, and that's yeah, important yeah. to kind of start with that idea. And, yeah, and our enemy is known as the father of lies. So yeah, that right. that's really what this is. I, I believe that's why he starts here, is because really we're in a battle. What what is the war over? It's not over territory necessarily, right. like yep. like in truth. a worldly sense or whatever. It's over truth. It's truth and lies. Yeah. And so the first thing is like we need to strap truth on. Yeah. <laughs> like yep. if we're gonna go into and fight 
a battle that has to do with lies, then we probably ought to know the truth. We probably yep. ought to be like fully immersed in it and fully confident in the truth. And, mm-hmm. and so it's all about strapping on the truth. Yeah. Well, even just in our in kind it. of cultural moment of just like misinformation is so prolific and, and people are yeah, fighting, even believe fighting each other with yeah. misinformation. And, yeah. it, and it's just a mess. Yeah. Because, you know, we're, we're losing our collective ability to say that there is objective truth. That's, that's it. Like, right. like even now, like it's always been there. I don't think it's new. But like right. for us in America, like it's so weird that we live in, in a post-truth culture. Right. Like I just never thought that would even be a thing where people can literally look at something that cannot be denied. Right. Like, like oh, I'm sitting at a table right now. Yeah. I'm pounding on it. Like and someone could go, no, you're not. It's not really there. Right. And, and like that can be their truth yeah. and other people's truth. And it's, it's just yeah. like two, ridiculous. Two plus two is five. Yeah. That kind of things. Ex- yeah. Exactly. That's, if it's true to you. you know. Exactly. It's like, no. Right. But but it's always been a truth war. And and even Satan, yep. since the beginning, that's what he came and challenged. The very first thing that brought sin into the world was a um, right. false truth claim. The right. weird thing is that this is something we have to we have to fight for in the church, yes. and then we have to also fight for outside of the church. Right. Yes. It seems like the, both battles are uh, always kind of raging. It's it's no surprising doubt. that we have to fight for it in the church. Yeah, but well, know. again, when you got weeds in the wheat field, then it, <laughs> it makes sense that some of that creeps in. Yep. So uh, belts are good. Let's just go there yep. because truth is everything. Like you, like we. You're gonna jump to the next one already. Well, no, oh. Brink. Got, yes, <laughs> I mean well, no. I mean yes. I, I just, mean, I'm I, so confused. I don't know what I'm doing right okay, now. Okay, <laughs> well, I just want to make sure. You I mean, tell me. Okay, no, we're going to say this. Um, <laughs> God has revealed things in such a way in His Word. Truths about Him, truths about man, truths about the world, truths about sin. Yeah. I mean, all these things are very clearly laid out in His Word. We don't have to guess. We don't have to wonder. And and when we when we don't use that as our standard or our baseline, we're going to get into trouble quickly. Oh, and, sure. and that's yeah. where you see this compromise yep. in the church right now about so many things that are trying to appease the world or go along with it. But we don't we, we can stand firm on what God's word tells us for sure, and, and not apologize for it. You know, right. we don't feel bad about it. this. Is God has revealed this? This is what He calls truth, and and that is truth. So. For sure. I would just wish more people would settle on that. <laughs> yeah. It seems like it shouldn't be a hard thing to settle on. I tell people all the time, like like even from the pulpit, like there's stuff in the Bible like that I don't completely get down with. Like there's stuff that just <laughs> like hits me wrong or doesn't seem right or seems contrary to me. But like at the end of the day, I, I never question that any of it's true. Like I know sure. for certain even the things I like, don't like, agree with, don't agree with, like it's just true. But that's so. the enemy's tactic is, you know, did For God sure, right. really say? Does Question, his word right. really it mean? Us. Right. And he's going to come at us with that. So, again, don't be ignorant of his schemes. Right. He's going to come at us with that. And we have to know truth, which means be students of the word. Yeah. We have to remind ourselves of truth, and we have to be around truth tellers. Yes. All of those things are critical yeah. for yeah. us because if the, the minute you start to get away from that, you know, yep. um, you're just going to— Believe the lies. I sure. mean, it's just it's or, super. Or when easy. you remove God from the equation, then then truth does become subjective or individual. When, when you remove yeah. the standard of all truth, yes. So wear wear a belt. Don't wear suspenders. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking of a couple people right now. As soon as you said, don't, no, I, I have a couple in my mind too. Uh, the maybe the biggest question as we go through these. Um, so how do we do that? So it's really neat to have this picture of oh, you know, I put on a belt of truth. How does a Christian? Like, what would that actually look like? If you're getting up every day and you're putting armor on, and this is the first piece of armor that you'd stick on, like, what does that look like? Yeah. 
Like you started to go to this word earlier, Brent, that you know when when Jesus was was praying in John seventeen, he says like your word is truth, mm-hmm. and to sanctify them in the truth, right? Yeah, and so it's it's coming under the authority of the word, and we can do that in a number of ways. Um, but but knowing the word, being in the word, submitting um, to submitting it, submitting to it, believing that it's true. Um, fellowship with other people who are doing the same thing. Mm. Um, I mean, there's a reason that, you know, the, the preaching of the word is central to our gatherings week after week yeah. um, because the word is truth, yeah. objective truth. Yeah. And then there's the preaching. We, we talk about preaching the gospel to yourself every day. And again, this isn't a means of, you know, staying saved or anything like that, yeah. but it's just reminding, totally my, reminding me that I am loved. Right. I am valued. All because of Christ. Jesus did this for me, and this is my identity now. This is where I stand. Yep. And because if you don't have that, yep. uh, I mean, you're just going to get knocked around like I crazy. almost think that that's more of the idea here than just the Word of God, even though, of course, the Word... Because he's going to come back. The sure. Word of God's actually kind of c- come as the sword of the Spirit. So we're going to have that Correct. component. Yeah, yeah. And this seems a little more general, but I think it's that. I think it's a, it's a fundamental knowing every day what your identity is, yeah. who you belong to. Like, yeah. that's the starting yeah. point. Yeah. Oh, I'm God's child. I'm not the enemy's child. I'm a I'm kingdom, not the I'm a kingdom citizen. I'm a yeah. kingdom citizen. Not today, And that could be preaching the gospel to yourself, yeah. but I, I do believe it's just the acknowledgement each day, like, oh, I'm, I'm God's kid. Well, and you've got, Satan, you've got Satan who's called the accuser, who's going to yep. come at you and t- try to tell yep. you totally. you're, you're worthless. Totally. Why would God love you? Look at that. I mean, I mean, and, How and many times have you oh. gone through, like, most of your day... Right, with it just yes. being a wreck and your thoughts being a wreck about yourself yeah. because you didn't acknowledge your identity. Yeah. Like, it happens. I've been a Christian 30 years, and it still happens sometimes. No, it sends you into depression. It sends yes, you into right. doubt. It sends you into, you know, what... Well, you're of... treating other people wrong. You're interpreting <laughs> yeah, everything yeah. that's coming at you wrong, right? Yeah. And then finally, there's a point where it's like, oh, wait a minute. Like, put the I'm belt a believer, truth, yeah. and I've been saved by the blood of Christ. Put, you know yeah. what I mean? Put your just, belt on, dummy. Yeah. Put your belt on, dummy. Your pants keep falling <laughs> down, bro. <right? laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what we're talking Satan, about. Satan keeps pants on me. <laughs> he keeps pants on me. Reminds me of a story, but I'm going to say that. No, that doesn't sound. <laughs> that's scary. a pretty good illustration. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a, cheers. <laughs> that should have been the title. Put your belt on, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't pants me, Satan. <laughs> pants me, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we crack ourselves up, don't we? Chad, you were going to say something. No, uh, no, I just was thinking of a story that I shouldn't tell right now. So, but I'll tell you guys later. We are never going to get through <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this if we don't keep going. Yeah, go, go. And you hate to rush through this at the same time because this is like super important stuff. But then the next piece is having put on the breastplate of righteousness. And I know how normal it is for us in our day and age to wear breastplates. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah. I almost pulled that one out because it's so cool. It's got the big red cross on it. Oh, you should. Yeah. 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 What's up with the breastplate? <laughs> and, of course, more importantly, that it's righteousness. But I mean, in battle, it was important to have that on because it protected all your vital organs. I mean, you could you could get killed easily without it. Yeah, it's your chest uh, and your torso. Yeah. So, yeah. like, there's some important things going on there. It's also the easiest part to hit with yeah. a dart. Yeah. Yeah, but this, I mean, for me, this is just like, whose righteousness are we talking about here? Right. Because, because if it's mine... You know, it's not much of a breastplate. You know, right. it can be, yeah. it can be a spitball could take me out. <laughs> um, but if it's Christ's righteousness that that you know I'm relying on, um, that's a game changer for sure. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah. And how does how how would righteousness help us in this kind of combat? I mean, obviously, his, but like like how would that be effective? It, it helps because it, it's Christ's righteousness, which is lasting. Sure, right. It, it, if I have 
any righteousness at all. It's 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 not lasting, right? Maybe a moment here and there, but but it's not lasting, and it doesn't do anything. But it's Christ's righteousness that sure. does something for us. Sure. I was thinking also, like on the other side of that, that's obviously his righteousness is is bulletproof, yeah, so to speak. But um, but a love for righteousness and a desire for righteousness, which he gives yeah. us through his gospel, is something that also helps us against the schemes of the devil, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's going to yeah. come to us with temptations and um, and things that may, if if we're not desiring righteousness and being mindful of, of the righteousness of God, we might, you know, buy some stupid things. And, yeah. Well, and if we don't have Christ's righteousness, then, then the accusations that come from the accuser are like, the, they're true. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Right? It's, so, it's interesting. These, these things have like a spiritual reality. No, totally. Like, so truth, you know, our identity, right. righteousness, the righteousness of Christ, but then they have a practical. Yes. God hates lying lips. Yeah. He, he, truth pleases him. Truth honors him. Truth right. keeps us out of trouble. Righteousness right. matters. The way right. we, the, you know, if we walk in newness of life and walk in the spirit. Right. Uh, we're not gratifying the, the lust of the That's flesh. That's, I think, what yeah. I'm getting I at. Mean, yeah. yeah, we it's have because, yeah, both part, of these things are yeah. real. Well, like we talked about last week, like part of skating, Satan's scheme is to um, devour us. How does he do that? really through our witness and testimony. I mean, yeah. that's, the, that's the thing he can damage. Well, how's he going to do that? Well, if we start living like we don't know God, <laughs> yeah. which is with no righteousness, you know what I mean? Just chasing after stupid things and participating yeah. in stupid things and talking in stupid ways and treating people in ways that we shouldn't be treating them, right? So it's mm-hmm. like no, like we're not being mindful at all at that point of the righteousness of, of Christ, which liberates us, yeah. you know what I mean? And so this is something that, again, kind of like the truth part, in my opinion, that, that we acknowledge, like, oh, number one, I'm a child of God. Right, that's my yes, identity, and because I'm a child of yes, I am, <laughs> and because I'm a child of God, like righteousness is the banner over me, yeah. right? Yeah, um, and and in me, so um, those two things, you know. But for a Christian that's walking with. in disobedience and walking yes. in the flesh, it's dangerous. You're you're literally exposed, sure. totally exposed, um, yeah. and and that's I think part of what's being talked about here, for sure. Uh, anything else before I move on to fifteen? No, you said hurry, so we're woo, we're, yeah. cra- we're cruising. <laughs> Shoes. For your feet, what are we doing? Oh, and as shoes for your feet. I read that wrong. Having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. I like this one. Gospel-ready shoes? They ain't Nikes, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And they ain't Vans either. So, yeah. I I mean, uh, so the gospel of peace has something to do with the way that we walk and move yeah. and where we move to this, and where we walk to. An, this is an interesting one. I no, think. this is yeah. fun. People people do different things with this one, but, you know, we talked about preaching the gospel to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're doing that, you know, we always be, have to have that in mind, but then there's that idea of always being mindful of the need yeah. of others right. for, you know, their Well, eternal. Romans 10, how sweet <clears throat> yeah. are the feet of those who bring the gospel. I couldn't help but think about when I'm mindful of evangelism, when I'm, when I'm walking around with purpose yep. in, in letting people know about the good news of Christ, it, you know, the spiritual battle is, I mean, obviously Satan's coming at you because he doesn't want that to happen. For sure. But it, it really is, um, I can see why this would be part of the armor. Yeah. Yes. I would you know? say that yeah. the gospel is the thing that actually mobilizes us. Right. right. When you think get your of eyes feet, off of yourself, yeah. get your eyes off of your own problems. It the world mobilizes us. Sure. Gives you purpose, gives you mission. Yes. It doesn't um, yeah. cause us to hide or be stationary. Yeah. No, it, it causes us to move. It, right? If something does cause you to hide or be stationary, there's a disconnect in, in your understanding of the gospel. Yes. Like it talks about readiness, like being ready to 
to go. Yes. Yeah. Living with eternity in mind and, and, and all that you do is just, yes. it, it, it makes walking around here a lot easier. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and this, this again, oh, go ahead, Chad. It just blows away the idea of a consumeristic kind of a faith. That's exactly yes. where I was going to go. Is, is just the fact that this is there, that this is part of our daily, like, thing that we dress into. Um, and put on tells us that it's not an optional thing, right? Well, if you get around to, you know, sharing the gospel with people or bringing the gospel to people, yeah. then, you know, good for you. No, like this is part of what's actually beneficial for the Christian. Yep. It's a strength for the Christian. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. There's something else here that I thought was interesting. I don't know if you guys see it. The gospel of peace? Yeah, gospel yeah, of peace. Because we're talking about warfare. Yeah. Right. This whole theme is warfare. It's military. It's combat. And yet this, this, this thing is a thing of peace. Yeah. It's funny how we want this so much right now in our country. And, yes. you know, we see the division that takes place. We see the hostility. We see the hate. And we want peace so much. Yep. And, and we, the way we go about trying to achieve it and the way the world goes about trying to achieve it, it's not surprising <laughs> what the world does, I guess. But when, when you see Christians going at it with something other than the gospel, yeah, right. it's a little odd. Totally. Because yeah. how are we going to make peace with each other? And how is somebody going to make peace with God apart from the good news of Christ? Right. I mean, totally. it's just, that's the only... That's the only means we've been given yeah. to create yeah. that it, peace. It tells us something about how we're to engage the world. Completely. Yeah. Completely. Right. And, and we're Again, a, knowing our enemy. Yeah. yeah. And, and we're in this cultural moment where, um, you know, people in the church are like gearing up for a fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're engaging the culture in a hostile sort of a way. Yep. And, you know, something that we said earlier, like, yeah, we, we speak, you know, towards ideas and ideologies and things like that with, mm-hmm. and combat it with the truth. Um, but, you know, we just don't see any case in the Bible where we're to engage people in a hostile sort of a way. Right. Well, right. you can you can create, like, the moralistic thing. You, you can you can force that, but there's still no peace. Right. No. There's still no peace between them and God, and there's really still no peace between you. They hate no. you. You know, they, right. they don't want to do what you're... Yeah. I think for a long time in our country, people, you know, towed the line because you had to, but they didn't want to. Right. There was no peace there. Right. The gospel is the only thing that I know of that will change somebody's heart, mind, right. attitude, you know, all of that. For sure. Um, to where sure. you can actually have true peace. Yeah. So it's it's safe to say that we overcome the real enemy with the gospel yes. of yes. peace. Right. Yep. All right. Yeah, but I mean, that's what Jesus did. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes. That is yeah. how he crushed Satan. Right. And, and I've heard people use... That's peaceful. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard people use the example of, well, he, he flipped the tables. Yeah. Right. Bad exposition. Like, go read your Bible again if that's your example for totally. how to engage a culture. It doesn't mean that we never engage people and and and, t- and talk, confront them in sin. And right. That's not what it's talking about. But right. it, to achieve true peace, to achieve something real, then you have to confront some of these these yeah. ideologies, these lies. These yeah. you know, this is part of it. But we so, do so with love, not not out of anger. It doesn't mean you just walk around handing flowers to everybody and don't ever you know speak the truth to them. That's right. not it. That's handing not what they mean. Flowers. You know what I'm thinking? Like the Hari, the Krishnas or whatever they were called. Yes. Sparklers? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Not the 60s type piece. Okay. Keep going, David. Okay, 16. Yeah. <laughs> In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith. Shield of faith. Go. <laughs> First thing, to just I got to say, that the idea of Satan just sending a continual flurry of fire arrows at us yeah. is kind of terrifying. To oh, think the about. darts? Is that, yeah. Do you want me to read the whole thing? Oh, well, just the fiery darts were coming Pick at up us. the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. If it just said darts, like it'd be like, no, whatever, dude. Yeah. But because it says that they're on fire, the it's like, okay, darts, that yeah, that's, that's things, a game changer. Yes. Yeah. That escalates things. Yes, it does. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, he's throwing everything he can at us to try to get us to, you know, 
to do this, and yet we have something. Those shields that they that they used at the time, they were like four feet. I mean, you could hide mm-hmm. behind the whole thing. You could it, yeah. would, it would protect you. Yeah. Um, and we have we have that the, the faith that we have in not yeah. in ourselves. It's the object of our faith that matters, right. obviously. Yes. Um, but the faith in who God is and what He's promised yes. is really the key. Yeah. yeah so there's actual. Agreed. I mean, the first thing we see here is that there's actual um, like offensive going from Satan to us. Like there there are attacks happening. There's volleying mm-hmm. <laughs> that's going on and yeah. stuff that's coming at us. And it's it's interesting that the shield, the thing that we have to block that stuff with, is something we can't see. <laughs> it's, right? it's, yeah. it's faith. It's a knowing rather than a seeing is our defense against the attacks, which actually makes a lot of sense. Because when I'm feeling attacked by Satan, that's when I start to question everything. Oh, right. God must be mad at me, or he doesn't like me at all. He doesn't have anything to do with me because these things are happening to me, right? So when, when the enemy starts pressing on us, if you don't have faith, if you're not confident in your faith, you're, you're not going to be worried. You're going to be buying everything. Everything's going to be hitting you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everything's going to be hitting you. Um, that's, what, that's what I thought of because I do that all the time. You're going to start questioning everything. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, faith keeps us from questioning everything, even when the world goes dark, even yeah. when, when everything goes bad on us. It keeps us knowing for certain. Yeah. Oh, wait. You've, you've got this. You know what's happening. Well, even, even when we do question, faith helps us in our questioning. Right? Sure. Like kind of, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Yeah. You know, kind of, kind of well, the thing. cool thing is I always come back to a place of faith. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I have nowhere else to go. Yeah. But I like usually our, make a Our faith things. wavers, but, but right. the object of our faith doesn't waver or change yeah. ever, right? Where right. I, and faith isn't just like the idea of, you know, power of positive thinking. Or so. I think a lot of right. Christians think that way. You know, I'm just going to, you know, believe that everything works out. And, yeah. And it's not, it's really um, going back to what has God said he will do. What yeah. has God told me? Yeah. Um, and believing that, I think George Mueller is the person who's been credited as like the father of faith or the, the you know, if you look up faith in the yeah. Bible, there's a picture of him there. But he said, I didn't really have any more faith than anybody else. Right. I just believed what was written in the word. Yeah. yeah. And he said he was going to take care of me. He said he was going to provide for me. He said he was going to protect me. And I'm just believing it. Sure. And, and it really, that's, you yeah. know, it can be hard to do. Yeah. Um, you know, you guys help me in that a lot and I appreciate it. That's why it's, this is a team sport. Team sport. You know, you're not, you're not in the, in the battlefield by yourself. You've got other people to say, Hey dummy, you know, remember the promises of God. Right. Right. So yeah. And we yeah. need that. Yeah, for sure. So there's an attack that's constantly happening from our real enemy and faith is our defense against that attack. So what, um, I think you kind of just mentioned it. What may be, uh, what may it look like practically? On a daily basis, you're putting on the armor of God, um, you know, picking up that shield. What does it maybe look like to pick up that shield when fiery darts <laughs> are heading? Uh, the Bible tells us that if we draw near to God, he'll draw near <clears throat> to us, right? Oh. Uh, the Bible tells us that, that he's the author of our faith and the perfecter of our faith. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the originator, even, uh, of our faith, he gives it to us as a gift. And so, you know, what's on us is, is to believe and to draw near. Yeah. And, and in those moments when we struggle to believe and to draw near, to ask him to help us yeah. to believe and to draw near. Yeah. I love the, the, the in the Old Testament how they would stack up those stones, mm-hmm. you know, they would call them an Ebenezer yeah, yeah. or mm-hmm. whatever, where they, would, they were reminders of what God did then. But that when you walk back by them, you could look at them and say, oh, yeah, remember when God did right. this? Because I, I don't know why we're so short-sighted or we forget this, but, I mean, think about all the amazing things God has done, all the reasons we have to, to have sure. faith, strong faith. Yeah. And then we, we wobble around. But you, you look back at those stones, look back at those times, and remember what God sure. has done. And, I mean, again, and remind each other of that, too. For sure. Um, I think that helps a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so remembering is yeah. a big deal. I was even thinking of a place like, um, like well, 
you know, what James says, like faith without works is dead, but even like Hebrews 11, where you've got, um, as a result of faith, you had people that actually responded in their lives in a certain way. And that could be part of it too, is yeah. when our faith is active, it may ca- cause us to um, go to other things or do other things that are good for us because that faith is real. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, faith is, is what protects us from ultimately um, from getting hit by these darts. Yep. So, and if we're not getting hit, then we're probably not going down. Like that's the big deal. That's why a shield kind of matters. So uh, 17, uh, take the helmet of salvation. That's a weird analogy, but <laughs> I, like, I know that a helmet protects your head. I like this one. I don't, I think it's press saving private Ryan where the guy gets shot in the head in the yeah. helmet and he's like, Oh wow. And he takes it up to looks at the bullet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> the another one goes one, through his head. Yeah. yeah. Should have kept the helmet on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but for me, this is that reminder that, um, I can't have a fatal head blow. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. you know, I can't make salvation is secure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and you need to, you know, let that sink into your, your noggin. That's that's kind of yeah. where I thought. Yeah. Is it like a helmet protects your brain, which your mind is there, you yeah. know? And so everything that we know about God, about truth, about all that stuff is yeah. is here. And and salvation's that thing that shrouds, you know, right. um, that which we know to be true. Yeah, so. I can't think of much more in in a Christian or in a Christian's life, especially. But I, I assume Christian. Sorry, strike that. That then. People that wander around wondering if they're saved all yeah. the time. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, how ineffective they are. It's like their legs are taken out from under them. You know, yep. am I saved? Am I not saved? Did I, right. do, did I do enough? They're yep. constantly, they're just ineffective for the kingdom. Yeah. And they're always worried and they're always in constant, you know, f- this state of turmoil. Yeah. Um, knowing that nobody can take me out of the Father's hand, nobody can, you know, remove the salvation yeah. is, is. It's such a freeing yes. thing to believe and to know. Yeah. So again, it's it's an identity thing. Yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. it's again a, a knowing. Oh, this thing's been done. This thing's been finished. Yeah. And if we know that something's been finished, and we can't actually lose it, right? With that which we're being challenged with, it changes the way that we fight that battle or approach that battle. Right. Right. So like just our identity. Oh, I'm saved. <laughs> like you know, I've been saved by the blood of Christ, bought by the blood of Christ. Like He can't yeah. have me. He may yeah. shoot some stuff at me, but like he can't have me. Right. And, and it's the assurance of salvation now, and it's the assurance of the salvation that's to come. Right. And both of those things are like, they, they protect my head. Yeah. Well, the one, the one to come is a big deal because that, that will allow us to meet things head yes. on rather than cowering from yeah. everything and living in a way that's contrary to how God's called us to live. Again, this dude's in prison. This dude has just yeah. been, this, everyone hated this guy. <laughs> 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 and um, inside and outside the church at different times. But like, like I mean, he's he's kind of like public enemy number one, you know, to the people around him and, and he knows it, you know what I mean? And I think, I think he knows like, what's the worst thing they're going to do to me? Like, yeah. like take my body? <laughs> they can't take my soul. Why? Because I have a helmet of salvation. I'm right. Like, uh, like yep. this is just... The way it is. Yeah. Um, and our favorite, the sword of the spirit. Now we get to go Pick on, that bad boy up. Yeah. We get to go on offense now. Heck yeah, yeah we do. <laughs> we get to go hurt some people now, dude. Yeah. No, I mean, most of the other stuff, it all seems like it's defensive stuff. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're being attacked, and so you're putting stuff but even on this to is prevent that. Not really offensive, but yeah, sword sounds offensive. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is. Why, why isn't it offensive? 
Because of what that says. Well, what it's referring to. It's still, it's still, okay. okay. So, all right. Yeah. Never mind. No. <laughs> I think that most Christians want like an AR or a Glock, you know, right. not not like their yeah. Bible. I mean like what Jesus did in the desert. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, of, for sure. Uh, Satan came at him with lies to try to attack him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, right. and Jesus responded with the Word of God. And just like, yeah. it, no, no, it's I, like I, he's I, just yeah. knocking down everything yeah, he, he shows him, you know, like this. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. That's what I was getting at. I'm with you. Not like we get to go start taking heads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not where I was going. What, what's that one, dude? What's that? What's that reformer shirt that they said? The tyrant, death to tyrant, death to tyrant, defy yeah, tyrant, yeah. obey no. God, and defy tyrants. Is that <laughs> yeah. the one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what I was getting at. When yeah, I okay, said good. <laughs> so, so here we have uh, we have the word of God. Yeah, that's our weapon. It's not. It's yep. not people's ARs. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I. I might slap the next Christian that talks about, you know, the worst thing that can happen is their guns being taken. Like, I'm just so over, like, the way that people think, the way that Christians The worst think. thing could happen would the word could be taken from us. Right. There you go. That, that would be a problem. The worst thing. And even then, Not there's the worst countries thing, throughout church history yeah. that have lived without Bibles. They've had pieces or fragments or yeah. they've had to memorize. Yeah. And they're okay. But they, like, one way or another, like, God's going to get us what we need, you know, to fight with. And and this is how we fight. It's yeah. with the Bible. And I uh, just the fact that we can neglect these things as much as we do. I mean, I'm, I kind of feel lucky. You guys probably do, too, that I'm a pastor. So I'm kind of like locked into having to be like somewhat disciplined in my Bible. And I appreciate that. But there's it's, it's amazing how people can stay away from this thing. Or not know where it's at each Sunday when they go to go to church. Like, oh, I don't know where my Bible is. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like, it's just incredible to me. So, yeah. Bible well, matters. I think we have a lot of a lot of Christians that think that, you know, like we engage in the battle, not with the word, but like like morality is not necessarily our battle. I'm not saying that we shouldn't speak, you know, truth to, to things. But, mm-hmm. yeah. but like the end goal is not, you know, to make our nation a moral nation. Right. Right. That, that's not the battle that we engage in. The battle that we engage in is over the truth of God's word and who God says he is and what God said he did right. uh, for us. And, and that's, that's, that's our battle to engage in. For sure. I'm not going to find it. Hebrews, word of God, pierces, divides, like it cuts yeah. deep, mm-hmm. you know, bone and marrow. And like it, there's that whole analogy that the author of Hebrews puts forth the, of, of this thing being an instrument that's completely sharp and completely effective. Right. Um, yeah. So it's kind of that no, same it has, idea. It has everything we need for life and godliness. It, it says that. So, yep. yes. so whether you need to be comforted, whether you need to be convicted, whether you need yes. to be whatever it is, yeah. the Word yes. of God it's does that. And, yeah. And, and, and it, the, again, there's the responsibility. The implication is that, that we would know this. Yes. Um, you know, the, how does a young man keep his way pure? I have hidden your word in my heart yep. that I might not sin against you. Right. And so I, I, this is a dumb thing to think about. Do you remember the movie Highlander back in the day? I remember <laughs> the name, <laughs> but I don't think I ever sat down So and this dude, it. just he always had this sword. I don't know how he ran around with it was always this giant sword that was like just kind of positioned in his back you know and whatever he needed in a fight you know he just pull out this you know and there it was you mean like eli yeah. yes there you, you go eli ran I, with just, a, I just thought of the high eli ran with two swords oh. an earthly one and a spiritual <laughs> Runs yeah, with swords. There you go. wow yeah, you <laughs> should have went that way anyway this idea that we always have our sword on us and ready yes. to go and it doesn't mean we always carry the bible but no. might as well if you yeah. can you always have one I do. well kind of i can't <laughs> so read it anymore because it's so small but yes this one's it's worn but i've been carrying this one for years <laughs> little pocket test i have dipped into it yeah. while i've been out and about it is amazing when when this when this is in you yeah. and you need it right how the spirit brings it to mind yeah. whether you're in a discussion with somebody or you're in a spot where you just need to be encouraged or you need to encourage somebody else this is everything you know yeah. at those times so 
Yeah. I was going to say even, even as far as um, when we use this and speak this as we are uh, sharing the gospel, right? Yeah. Like it, it's like an, ext- an extremely effective weapon. It's like, powerful. It's, yeah. It's, you know, it's I mean, it's just powerful. crazy how powerful it is. We yeah. underestimate it, but it really is the power to save. Totally. You know? And it's the standard right. issue weapon yep. in God's military. So you yeah, you would never you would else. never run out on the battlefield with all your armor on and no weapon. That would be silly, unless right. you're that guy from that movie, you know, the pacifist dude. But uh, the pacifist, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. No, I can't remember the name of the movie, but I know the one you're talking with Andrew Garfield. Yeah, yeah. He went out, just kept running into saving guys over and over again. <laughs> what are we it. doing? It's a good movie. What is it? Yeah, uh, he wouldn't carry a weapon. Anyway. All right. Oh, don't, don't do that. Oh, the yeah. little meat grinder one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was gnarly. It was kind of violent at the end. It was. Okay. Yep. Yep. Anyway. All right. What are we doing? (laughs) Keep your sword with you. Keep your sword with you. There you go. It is the word of God. Be in it. Like, pick it up. Yeah. Memorize it, study it. Yes. Have it in your heart. Yes. Yes. And then wield it like a bad boy, like a Jedi. All right. Uh, Praying at all times in the spirit. Here we go. Here's the radio. Airstrike, yeah. Yeah, we got ground war and we got air war, right? And I mean, it's all air war, but yeah, <laughs> it's especially you know, it's air war. So we got to call in airstrikes and we got to you know constantly be on the comms. I think that's one of the most important things in any warfare that anyone will tell you is when communications are up and your squads are communicating yeah. well, right? When you're talking and, and chatter's happening and um, you're letting people know you know, where the enemy is and where you are and where people need to go to, like, uh, victories happen that way. And when so, it goes out? When the comms go out, there's that's, trouble. That's bad. There's, yeah. there's, that's bad. there's problems, it man. It ain't good. There's problems. Yep. It ain't good. And so. that's the cool thing is our comm can't go out. We, we've got like Our this, comm can't go out. Right. We've, got a radio, we've got a radio that can't be shot out. Correct. And uh, and we don't take advantage yeah. of that Yeah, either, it's silly not to use no, it. No, 5G. Yeah. Is that even good anymore? Are we out, up to like 12G be, or what? It's got to be 7G if it's heaven, right? Yeah. 5G is the thing. 7G. Remember Heaven 17, the band? Yeah. <laughs> all right, what are we doing? Um, so, uh, praying, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. We talked a little bit last yep. week about this yep. supplication yep. word, which was, what was it to make supplication? Well, the, the needs we have, you know, we're asking God to, to there meet you go. those needs. Yeah. There you go. Um, and to that end, keep alert with all perseverance. Wait, to what end? What, what does it mean when he adds that, and to that end? Like, what do you guys think that phrase means? I think lack of awareness okay. can lead to lack of prayer. Yeah. Right? Like, I just find for me, kind of the more I'm aware about things yes. going on, like, it, it causes me to pray. So to that right. end, being connected to prayer. Right. To being on the comms. Right. To be to being talking to God. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, with all prayer and supplication to that end, keep alert with all perseverance. What does perseverance mean? It's not really a big word, but stick to itiveness. Stick to itiveness. Like don't don't drop out. I like that. Don't drop out. Don't give up. You know what I mean? Don't don't stop. You know? Keep going. Keep moving. I think keep doing your deal. Prayer, even though we don't think of it this way, is is also offensive. Um, we're on the offense, not don't, yeah. that sounded weird. <laughs> Don't be offensive when you pray. Uh, but you're on the offense again because, again, we, we try to think about all the ways we can affect change in people and try to, you know, manipulate sure. and, and make things happen. But prayer is really, you're saying, God, you're, you know, you do this through yeah. your power and your spirit. So, so when you've got evil in the world and you've got people with different ideas than you and you've got things you want to see change, this is the... The, the place we don't seem to want to go. Right. 
and the place we're called to go. Sure, um, for sure. You know, yep. so. Yep, yep. Chad, do you want to yep. add to that? Uh, I mean, <coughs> to, to be proactive in, in prayer, not to, you know, wait for like Jesus take the wheel kind of moments. <laughs> yeah. You know, like like be proactive in, in our prayers. Not, oh, not just Not just when we realize like, oh, I'm in over my head. <laughs> right. And of course, we're not just praying for ourselves. We're not just praying for um, that portion of the bo- the battle that we're right. dealing with or that we're seeing. It says here, prayer, uh, praying for all the saints. Yeah. So we're thinking of yep. everybody that's um, enduring this same warfare that we are enduring. It's not. It's a. It's stuff that's common to man. It's not something that's just happening to you as a Christian. Right. You know what I mean? Like the things that we experience. Um, Jesus promised if we followed him that we would experience like this right. is the way it is, you know, and Satan's mad about it with I everybody. That. I love that we set aside time every yes. Sunday for this time of prayer for each yes. other. Um, it's just a powerful yeah, thing. It it's, it's a way to show love and care and concern for somebody, and then it's a way for God to act, you know, in, yes. in front of us yeah. and, and show off, yes. which is pretty cool because yes. he does in a cool way. Yes. Yeah. We're not even talking about just, you know, the awareness, like just the fact that we do set aside time for that creates a space for the church to be made aware of things in people's lives right. mm-hmm. that, that hopefully we're all thinking about after Sundays, like for we're sure. thinking about throughout the week. For and sure. When mm-hmm. people are able to come back and say, hey, I asked about this thing a few weeks ago and you all prayed and here's, you know, kind of how it panned out. Yeah. Um, just, you know, that awareness is a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. It is a big deal. Yeah. And then, of course, he, um, I kind of like this, that he actually finally includes himself. It's not selfish. <laughs> uh, pray also for me. Um why? Like, what does he ask them to pray for? And this is the coolest part, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel. I mean, this says so much. Yeah. So the dude's like, don't, like, like pray for me that, like, they will release me, that they will realize, like, right. they have nothing to hold me on, and, like, I can get out, and I can get a good meal and get back to my, you know, normal life. No, it's that people may hear the gospel, yeah. that he may preach the gospel well and deliver it well. Or pray, pray that I can keep well. doing the thing that landed me in jail. Oh, it's, it's, so, it's so good. We just, we think so different than this, man. I would say pray for their destruction. Pray that they yeah, get yeah. what. Yes, get, you know, pray they enemies. get theirs. There you go. Pray that, that God gives me the ability to call down fire yeah. from heaven on these, you yeah, know, on these jack wagons. Send a fiery <laughs> dart their way. Yeah, yeah. that's what I. That's what I want to be praying. He's yeah. like, pray that God would just give me boldness to preach yeah. Christ. To them. What's beautiful yeah, about absolutely. this is it's being capped. If we look at what he's saying by that which he started with, is that yep. our enemy uh-huh. is not the people that persecute us in the flesh, right, or arrest us, or hate us. It's the one who's behind that. And so he's still wanting these people to be saved. Yeah. <laughs> he, wants, yeah. he, he wants his haters, man, to get what he's gotten. And it's yeah. just an insane reality. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I would pray that our hearts would understand this. It makes yes. you think twice about, you know, think about all the people that you complain about in the world. Yes. And, and all the, you know, the politicians, the whatever yes. it is. Um, are how much time are you on your knees praying for their salvation? Right. Sincerely. Do you care about their eternal yes. soul? You know, yes. and... Yeah. Well, we, yeah. we, we've seen that over the years, right, in the church, in praise and prayer time, like when a Republican is like <laughs> in office, there's always a lot of re- prayer requests for our president. Right. And when a Democrat's in office, there's never one. Right. And it's like the Bible <laughs> well, actually speaks to that. Precatory. To, to the, to precatory that precatory prayers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just not prayers right. of blessing. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Break Crazy. their jaw, God. Um, yeah, that's it. You guys want to close with... I mean, this is just a lot to meditate on, but like... It's it's not a bad thing to even start your day with this. 
<laughs> like we're just looking right. at this and yeah. then thinking about suiting up and how you suit up. And I mean, sometimes that can be the thing that kind of calibrates you as you move through the day in proper directions and just being aware of what it is. We're actually, we're in the middle of a cosmic battle, man. Yeah. And that's yeah. just something that's just kooky. It's just crazy. Cool to think yeah. that God has set us up for success. Yes. You know, and we don't always put it on and we don't always, you know, and again, it's not, it, it, the days that we don't put it on, it's not like we're just getting you know, destroyed or anything, but he set us up for success and victory and to walk through this world, you know, in an effective way for the kingdom. Yeah. And that's, it's cool to think that he set us up for that. Well, and this whole thing, and I alluded to this earlier, but this whole thing just like it requires participation. Yeah, for sure. Right. This isn't a, you know, kick back your feet. It's not, you know, personal faith, just me and Jesus. It's not consumeristic at all. Um, this is calling people, calling Christians to engage in the battle. Yeah. Right, like you, you've been drafted. In, we're in, we're in, in the Lord's army. Right, yeah. remember the song, the you know, shoot <laughs> yeah. the artillery, fly over the enemy. I right, may man. never. <laughs> right, it's this is it's literally like a band of brothers thing. Like yeah. everybody needs everybody, yeah. and there's a lot of things happening. There's a lot of parts going on, um, and it's it's a big deal. And so it require it requires a unification, right? Of purpose um, and mindfulness and. Praise God, we have that in the church, in the body of Christ. Right. Um, and everything that God's given us, praise God, he didn't leave us naked and yeah. unarmored yeah. <laughs> against, naked. against this guy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, so. All right, fellas. Uh, hopefully that was helpful for you guys. So We're going camping, so pray. <laughs> pray for the camping? I'll just, just pray. I'll just lock I'll, it out. I'll just wing it. How's that? There you hey, go. get on the radio. Okay. Stop. There's a war going on right now, Brent. You going to make jokes? Wow. (laughs) That was was harsh. (laughs) Okay. Oh, Lord, help us. Um, Thank you, Father, that that you are um, mighty and and that you've given us your strength and you've given us the armor that we need to to be overcomers in this world, Lord. It's so just disheartening to look around sometimes and see all that's going on, and yet um, you've given us everything we need through your word, through prayer, through the armor, and, and we just pray that you would give us hearts of compassion for the mm-hmm. lost, reminding us that uh, it's it's people, uh, we would be in the same spot as they were if, if you hadn't intervened and um, sent somebody to preach the gospel to us. So so give us those those shoes that are ready to go preach peace. And uh, Lord, please uh, bless the time that we have to go out to the camp. I pray that lots of people show up and that this is just a, a great time for the church to enjoy remarkable fellowship in you. And we ask it in Christ's name. Amen. 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 See everybody next week. Thanks for tuning in to One Decent Pastor. If you'd like more information about the church, go to our website at thedoor3r.org.